We always enjoy our conversations with Joy Summers from the uh, Star Tribune. It's an entire team over there at the Star Tribune covering the food scene. And uh, Joy is with us on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Always a pleasure. Let it, let's start with the big one, the restaurant of the year. Tell me yeah. how you arrived at the selection and then talk uh, glowingly about the selection. Oh, it's easy to talk openly and lovingly about Oro, our restaurant of the year. Uh, Oro by Nixta is from Kate and Gustavo Romero over in Northeast. It started out as a little taco takeout joint. I loved it in the pandemic. I could order up Mexican feast to heat up for my family at home with those amazing Nixta tacos. It continued to grow and transform. Now they have a sit-down restaurant, and it is Mexican cuisine on another level that we haven't been able to have access to in Minnesota for a very long time. It is beautifully prepared, lots of subtle and intricate flavors, and overall, it is just exquisitely yummy. It is not a super fancy, overly formal restaurant. You can wander in in jeans. It's very, I don't know, or Minnesota casual friendly. Yeah, right. Everybody who went there, we couldn't help but fall in love. I loved it. My first bite, I was like, this is something really special. Okay, why? You know, because we have other very good Mexican restaurants and have had for a long time. Why did they, in your view, just just surpass them so dramatically? I think for one thing, when we think of Mexican cuisine in Minnesota, I think that there's a lot of similarities. There's a lot of family recipes. There's a lot of people who are from Latin America who are making Mexican recipes because it's something familiar to our palate. I think what Gustavo and Kate did was come in and challenge our status quo a little bit and do cuisine that reminded me much more of the way that I was dining when I was in Mexico City, which is taking these ancient ingredients, especially like the sacred corn grain that they use to nixtamalize and make tacos and make tamales and put it through the lens of fine dining and really come up with let it be more creative. Let it be really modern. Use the modern techniques of molecular gastronomy or Hmm. other advancements that we've made and put it together through their own personal story and journey. It's, it's, we have many Mexican restaurants that are delicious, but we don't have a lot that are pushing boundaries of expectations in this way. And it is solidly yummy. That's what we come down to when we're trying to figure out what the restaurant (laughs) is of the year. It's gotta be just, Yummy. I agree. Oro, again, is the restaurant. O-R-O. We're talking with Joy Summers mm-hmm. from the Star Tribune. So you had a lot of really good stuff, including best meals of the year. You know, you and the team offered up your best meals. For you, give me two. When you think about this entire year, two of the best meals you had out and about uh, in the state of Minnesota this year. Well, one of the restaurants, one of my best meals was a collaboration dinner with Kasama, a restaurant in Chicago that won a James Beard Award last year. 
that's a Filipino bakery by day and a tasting menu restaurant by night. I've never gotten to go there. But they came here and they made a dinner with Ann Kim at Young Joni. And the collaboration really seemed to invigorate her in a way that she was dipping into these family recipes of hers. She's done Korean ingredients on some of her pizzas at her restaurants, but we haven't had unabashedly familial Korean food from her. She did a dish that was a beef mandu, which is kind of like a like a tortellini, like a dumpling in this gorgeous uh, beef broth. And it was just a slurp of soup, but it was so wholesome and comforting and filled with an optimism that I think I had been missing in a lot of my conversations with chefs. The pandemic was brutal to the industry. And I think so many people who creatively work with food had really run their little batteries dry. I really think that we had the time where they didn't know how they were going to be able to go on. And I felt like that moment of her just playing in the kitchen with her friends and with these recipes that come from her mother really was this moment of, I don't know, taking a big deep breath and getting ready to jump in. And now we know that she was getting prepared to open up Kim's, her new restaurant that's right. in uptown yep. and where she really delves into her Korean American experience. How often do we see, because I don't think we see this enough, do we see a regarded restaurant from outside of the state say, you know what, I know so-and-so is really good, like anybody who knows food knows Ann Kim is really good. I'm going to partner with them. I'm going to do it because it's going to be a great experience. I'm going to help her, and I think residually, either in the short term or long term, it's going to help me. That's an interesting question. I'm not sure. I do know that if you look at, there are a couple places like Jorge Guzman in in, uh, South Minneapolis does a Friends with Benefits pop-up where he has friends from outside the Twin Cities chefs who are around the country come in and cook in his kitchen with them. And they kind of combine their two cuisines and menus and play. It's something that doesn't happen a lot. I think we can all get really comfy in our own worlds. For sure. And when chefs do that, it is really, it's really exciting. Okay. You also had a great feature, too, on trends in restaurants that caught our attention in 2023. Give me two of them that really stood out to you. This was kind of fun to put together because we um, had to sit down and look at all of our collective work because a lot of times we're just running and we forget where we've been and what we've been doing sometimes. One thing we started to notice when we were listing restaurants is how many of them have the name social. There's there's like um, we used to have Eat Street Social. They closed. There's Social on Main, Social House, that's up in Hermantown. That might not come up for a lot of people, but there's Northeast Social, the Camden Social, Social Kitchen and Libations. We're very social right now, and um, it's kind of a name that I don't think means a lot. I think I think we can do better. So the, we're, we're too lazy on using social too often is what you're saying. <laughs> a weird thing that that was the buzzword of the moment where everybody was 
reaching for the word social, I think we also had a few people like Northeast Social's been there a long time. A lot of these ones are kind of, you know, hotel food adjacent. Like, I think there are a few places that might be using a, a lot of people to workshop a name, yeah. and it kind of ended up being something that didn't really mean anything. Well, I'll give you one more that you yeah. guys featured. Uh, art and sandwiches. Instead of just the regular sure. sandwich, bringing more to sandwiches, because you touch on a couple places that, uh, that, that really do it at a high level. Oh, the South Lindale Liquors Sandwich Counter that just reopened, or their new location. All of a sudden, we have in South Minneapolis the biggest independently owned liquor store around. They've always had a fantastic selection, but there was never any food. Now they have Matt Bickford from Bewitched Deli, which used to be this amazing sandwich Phenomenal. in the North Loop. I miss oh. it all the time. You have to get over there. There was this pork dip sandwich that I tried when I was in there. And I like needed a moment alone with nobody looking at me in the privacy of me and my sandwich. It was so good. <laughs> That's really good. And Marty's Deli, which I've tried a couple times lately and I think is great. I think they have, I mean, I, this is a big thing to say, but I'm telling you, that is the best breakfast sandwich in town. That Marty's Deli on their house-made focaccia. The only thing is they don't open until 11 o'clock, so maybe it's a daily brunch sandwich. But their soft scrambled eggs, the cheese, the sausage, it's just perfect amalgamation of all the elements, which is what a good sandwich is. Joy, always uh, enjoy our conversation. You you love what you do. You exude it during our conversations. Thanks for coming on. We will uh, talk soon. Thank you. Joy Summers from the Star Tribune. Check out all of her excellent work. Jason is next. We'll chat a little bit, and then Jason's going to take you home here on CCO.